Hello, my friends. It's me, your girl, Melinda Rackley, the inspiration engineer. And I am excited to share another Wisdom Week with you all as we enter this first week of the second month in a new year. So whenever you listen to this, wherever you are in the world, I hope that you find this week's information helpful so that you can make 2022 one of your best years ever. Remember, the best of our days are the rest of our days. Grab your paper, grab your pencil, and meet me right back here in 20 seconds for another week of wisdom with our co-host, Mr. Derek Gibson. See you soon. The Rise and Grow podcast is sponsored by Rack House Publishing, where the motto is read to learn and write to remember. At Rack House Publishing, we create unforgettable books with irreplaceable people, and we want to work with you. Contact us today by visiting the website rackhousepublishing.com to schedule your free consultation, or you can give us a call at 904-530-4254. All right, my friends. So... Last month in January, we opened up the new year with an episode and actually a week on wisdom. And so we talked about the definition of wisdom and we defined it as being the proper application of knowledge. And today I had a sit down with Derek and we talked about the next steps, you know, how to have good judgment, how to really make this wisdom practical for your life in every single thing that you do. So I want you to make sure you take a close listen um, to what we talked about here. So let's dig in. I want to hear your thoughts on wisdom and, you know, what does this really mean and how can we apply wisdom in our life in 2020? So like, I think this is such an awesome topic, if you will, to even start the year because so often people make what they call these um, New Year's resolutions. And I've never been big on, on the resolutions, but if, if we take that path, if you will, so often we focus on dieting and eating right and all of those things. But how often do we hear, if you will, a New Year's resolution of this magnitude that deals with something so um, profound as wisdom. Mm-hmm. And I, I love your approach. Like I said, um, I've been following, you know, um, I think on Facebook, they call it like Facebook stalking. So I've been doing rise and grow stalking from afar. But um, the first night you talked about, um, when you opened up the discussion on wisdom, we learned, um, you know, how do you get it? You know, how do you get this thing called wisdom, mm-hmm. you know, and we get it from God. And then the next episode, you talked about how um, you did the clip from Miles Monroe, what wisdom was. And I thought it was so interesting before you played that clip, And I listened to the first clip and you gave your description of what you thought wisdom was, you know, somebody um, wise or older with gray hair. Um, And and I think somewhere in there you said experience that the person's had. And in the back of my mind at that moment, I said, but it's about applying 
the experience that makes us wise because we all experience things in life. But if we don't apply, because in everything that we go through, there is, if you will, some knowledge or learning that takes place. And if we don't apply that, we're no wiser than when we were when we started this whole thing. So when you played the clip from Miles Monroe saying wisdom is now the application, I thought, oh, this is getting good. So again, I stopped yesterday and it was, what do we know? And so when I think about today, well, we know true wisdom comes from God. We, we know that. Mm -hmm. we, we know that true wisdom is applying what I learned. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing I thought about with wisdom, and I, um, I was just reading, you know, passages on wisdom. And I think there's one in James that says, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives liberally. Yeah. And so I said, well, let me see what Webster's says wisdom is. And so it says the quality of having experience. Wow. Sounds just like what we talked wow. about two days ago. So, and then I really like, I really got excited. And again, you know, I'm a notes person. So I went to taking notes and it just seems like the day wouldn't go fast enough because I wanted to talk about wisdom. So it says the quality of having experience, knowledge, and good judgment, the quality of being wise, mm. the soundness of an action or decision, watch this, with regard to the application of experience. So remember earlier, when you gave your description of what you thought wise was. And I said, yeah, but we got to do something with that experience that we've had. We've got to apply. What did I learn from this? You know, what did I get out of, be it good or bad? And Melinda, I think that's what makes us wise. Herein, even if it was a, so-called bad learning experience, are you gonna apply what you learned from that experience to show yourself wise? Mm. Or or are you gonna are you gonna do uh like the world says, try again, you know, try 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 it again <laughs> and do the same thing that you just did that failed. Or will you now use the wisdom of God, the experience that God has allowed you to have, go through, live through, so that you can now apply it in a better way? I love that. And you know what? You are right on track. I was pulling up this scripture and I want to share it. It's Ecclesiastes 7 and 12. And it says, I'm going to read it from the King James Version. And it says, for wisdom is a defense and money is a defense. But the excellency of knowledge is that wisdom giveth life to all of them that have it. I love that scripture. And if we, if we, if we um, exchange out the word wisdom for that definition, then it would yeah. say, it, it would say for the proper application of knowledge is a defense. And money is a defense. Mm -hmm. 
But the excellency of knowledge is that, that the proper application of knowledge giveth life to them that have it. And I love what you was just saying because it all ties back in. Like wisdom is a defense that we have. When we properly apply the things of God, that is our defense, right? Yes. And I love in the Bible where it says, you know, guard your heart for all the issues that you face in your life come out of your heart, you know? And it's like when I was looking in my heart doing some deep, you know, heart work and wisdom work this week, I'm seeing like, oh my goodness, I have not been using my greatest weapon, which is very simple. The things that you know without a doubt to be true. <laughs> yes, yes. And and I think, you know, again, we, I think it's because we, we get comfortable or it's just sometimes easy to fall into um, the, the status quo, mm -hmm. you know? It's you, you know, in your heart, something is true and right, but sometimes it's just, here it is. Tell me what you think. Easier to follow my emotions or my feelings and not the wisdom of God that, that I know to be true and right. Oh, that is so good. Because you the, oh, when I tell you these emotions will lead you down a road that you're like, how did I get on this path? How do I get off? Uh -huh. What am I doing? Where am I at? You know, <laughs> which again goes back to and, and, and I think that's why it's so important. And as I was reading scriptures on wisdom, um, I, I did what you did in one of the previous verse um, episodes. I took out wisdom and I put the definition there. And I thought this makes so much sense. This is so beautiful. But the first, I, I think laying that foundation of where it comes from, I'm not wise, oh, this is great. I just had like an idea or a thought. I'm not wise because I'm old. I'm wise because I know who gives, where wisdom comes from, and then I apply it. Mm-hmm. Yes, I've, I've, I've met, I've met some older people and I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> right. You, you cannot be old and dumb. <laughs> you, you, you can't possibly think that that is right or that approach is right. But again, this person, what, how do they, what, what's their definition of wisdom or what do they define as wise? Who do they seek out for wisdom. And so I just, I loved when you started this whole episode and then it, it, you know, for me, it made me think, you know, so awesome. We start the year again, people will start with, I'm going to do a diet. I'm going to get fit and healthy and eat right. Hmm. And, and I'm not bashing that, but that sounds like a little self-motivation, you know, that's, that's going to Please my flesh and make me look good. Oh, I'm going to save more money this year. Ah, that's going to please my flesh and make my bank account look good. But I'm going to seek the wisdom of God. Ooh, now I got, because in seeking his wisdom and then applying it, the one thing we're going to have to do in that 
is crucify, crucify Ooh, our flesh, or kind of, or kind of make our flesh hurt. You know, it's like pinching that flesh a little bit. You know, so in and and even in that, I think Melinda, even if and or when we apply the wisdom or the knowledge or the experiences that God allows us to have we can better do our weight loss management and it, and then it doesn't become a hassle or a hustle because he lets us know no it's not in dieting it should be a lifestyle change or he you know he lets us know um in his um infinite wisdom you know you want to be blessed financially or um have more financially then the wisdom of god tells us um, invest in tithe and offering. So his wisdom, when we apply his wisdom, when I think about wisdom and applying it, I think about the word of God that I just, you know, I, yeah. I can, um, I think the Bible lets us know that there's nothing new under the sun. So everything that Derek deals with and Derek goes through, there is something in the word where I can apply the wisdom of God that I can learn from this or grow from this or use good judgment or have the quality of being wise from God. Yes, I love that. And and you are like spot on because I often had the thought today, like wisdom from God, like knowing what the word of God says and applying it is what makes our New Year's resolution sustainable. Yes. Because you know? we can't sustain these things, these things that we may want by ourselves. We're just, our flesh is too strong. And we're, sometimes we don't feed our spirit enough and to uphold these mm -hmm. things. So it's like, even with finances, cause that's, you know, that's still one of my weaknesses <laughs> um, that I'm working on. And I'm like, okay, I have to apply the principles of God, the foundation. Are we building our goals on the foundation, which is wisdom? You know, are we properly using our tool? Like the Bible says, wisdom is a defense not our feelings, not what we think, but wisdom is a defense. <laughs> and so something else that wisdom does for us, you know, because again, when we, I, and, and I love it. And, um, you know, when you and I were talking and you were talking about um, just this, this series of the episode, I'm like, there's so many aspects of wisdom because the other thing wisdom does, um, I think it was Proverbs, the, chapter two, around about verse nine, it says, then you will understand what is right and just and fair, every good path or wisdom will enter your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Wisdom gives us discernment that helps us to, uh, to understand what's right and what's wrong, even with our money. Yes, I love that. Wisdom gives us discernment, even when we are like unable to decide or figure out what uh -huh. <laughs> we gotta lock into wisdom. <laughs> it, it gives us that discernment to know what's right, what's wrong, and then not only what's right and what's wrong, but then how again, I love, I think there could not have been anything better than playing that Miles Monroe clip but then applying what you know, because herein, 
There are so many people with knowledge, with the knowledge of God. Can you imagine, think about like, I, I always think in my family, um, <laughs> this is so funny. I have 52 first cousins. There's a lot of us, 52 first cousins. For the most part, all of us grew up in church. So all of us have some knowledge of God. Now, if I think of the 52 of us that are applying the knowledge of God that we have, it dwindles down a great deal. So this true, um, this wisdom lets me know I have the knowledge of God. Now, how do I apply it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have this knowledge that I've learned as a child growing up. Now, how do I apply all of this that I've learned? Yes, I love it. Um, and, and if I were in church, I would say, I hear you right now, God. How do I apply all of this learning and knowledge that I've got about God as a child? How do I now apply it at whatever age I am that makes me wise? Mm. Because even, even if you, you notice in our definition, Melinda, oh, and I love this, because you gave a description of what you thought wisdom would look like. And you said, gray hair and a beard. When I see the quality of wisdom, I see someone making good decisions. Mm, that is so true. And I think we we overlook it. We just say, oh, they're able to make good decisions. And we don't mm-hmm. we don't say, oh no, that's a wise person. Mm-hmm. You know. And I think mm-hmm. something that I found myself doing today, and I was talking to a friend, and and you know, he was saying that someone was prospering and they were doing, you know, really great things. And he was like, Man, I I, I gave him the information. I'm the one who told him that and now they're profiting and making all this money. And you know, my mind immediately went to what Dr. Miles Monroe was saying. Two people can have the same information and not apply it. And if yes. you don't apply it, it does you no good at all. You no know? good at all. No good at all. I'm reminded of, um, oh my goodness, listen, you know, as preachers, we like to tell stories. And I'm reminded of a story I heard where a child went off to school and they were given a Bible. But inside the Bible, it held the keys to a car. Hmm. That child went to school all four semesters, all four years of college, never knowing that they had a car. They didn't open the book that had what they needed on the inside. Hmm. How often do we not open? just point blank, God's word, or how often do we not tap into what's on the inside to really be blessed, to really think about this, college, you went off to college, you know about those hills in Tallahassee, (laughs) you know how much easier that transportation makes our life, but again, one parent just gives the kid the car keys, the other kid had to open up what should have been a lifeline anyway to get what they needed. But so often we won't even open the book of wisdom. 
We won't even open the book of wisdom to get what we need. And you're right. We both can have the same information. And it's like, yeah, you got the information. You have the knowledge. If we go back to that definition, quality of having knowledge, but then it's the experience of application. How are you applying that knowledge? You know, we've, we've even seen it with people we went to school with. And it's like, we both have these degrees in this. How are you using that knowledge that you have? All right, my friends, that was so powerful. And that's such a high note to end on. I want to challenge you to ask yourself right now, how am I using the knowledge that I have? Am I opening the book, the Bible? Am I opening other books that are at my fingertips? Am I using everything around me in order to live my very best life? We'll be back with another episode, part two of this conversation with Derek and I about practical application of your knowledge, just using this in your life every single day. We want you to move up and forward, just as my brother Dwight always says. And remember, my friends, the best of your days are the rest of your days. I'll see you here again soon on the Rise and Grow podcast with me, your girl, Melinda Rackley, the inspiration engineer. Bye, friend.